Get ready to listen, learn, and earn CE hours. This podcast features content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit EliteLearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. One thing that I, I think is an important um, component of all of this is we all have strengths that we bring to the team. And, and so often we focus on our deficits and um, we need to spend way more time focused on our strengths and, and making them even stronger because that's where we find our joy and that's what our, our teammates see. Hello and welcome to our third and final episode in our Collaboration Skills Series. I'm Leanna McGuire, your host for this Elite Learning Podcast, and joining me again are Kathy Scott and Bridget Sarikas, co-authors of the book Stupid Gone Viral. Welcome back. Love being Thank here. You. This is good stuff. We're going to talk today, today about something that's really important with collaboration, uh, well, you can tell me just how important it is. Let's talk about feedback. Oh, I'll give you some feedback. You're doing a really <laughs> good job here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate um, that. I was scared feed- for a minute there. <laughs> That's what happens with feedback. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, just the moment you hear someone say, I want to give you some feedback, you like tense well, up, hold your breath and think, yes, here yeah. we go. Uh, which is sad um but feedback is really important for any of us if we want to continue to um improve the way we um lead and the way we live and so we need feedback and not just negative but we need that too and we'll call it negative feedback today um but we also need feedback on things that we're doing well at our strengths um and the specifics that go with it. So we'll talk about all of that. Good. Yeah, I think um, feedback, it is an art in how to give it uh, effectively. But I, I think what's so important is is to make sure that you both feel comfortable in that situation. That's really critical um, because when you're uncomfortable, it comes across really negatively. Everybody feels bad. You walk out of the room. Um, it's just, it's awful. And I think the other thing that's really critical is to make it as real time as possible. Because quite often we give these feedback, these annual reviews, they're a year later, uh, they've forgotten, you know, all the good that probably did happen. So the the closer to real time you can give that feedback, the better. Yeah. So uh, the fact that we tense up when someone says, can I give you some feedback? Does that speak to the fact that we are given more negative feedback than positive? And well, that's I why think that expectation? So, or, or maybe it just takes us back to when we were kids, you know, my dad, <laughs> Kathy and that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure, but it certainly sets that up in in me, that kind of a response. And I, I think it's helpful to talk to each other about that, to say, yeah, giving feedback can be difficult, or I have an aversion to it, or I'm trying to give better feedback to my team, and I, I 
I'm really working hard at this. All of those are good things to say to sort of break the ice and help people um, see that giving feedback is really important and it is an art and you do need to work at it to do it effectively. Yeah, I think it can be, you know, I think when we look at negative feedback, I think it could be more constructive, right? I mean, you may have done something that didn't get the results, the desired results, but you can be very constructive in that feedback rather than always being so negative. And I think we are conditioned to a certain degree. You know, I, I had a supervisor one time who said uh, when I was giving a, a review of someone, they said, well, at least make sure you put down four negative things because we don't want them to have a perfect review. And I said, but they, but they didn't do anything incorrect. I mean, they were fine. You know, it was very much a technical skill. So it was like, but they were fine. Well, we can't have a review like that. So there is a lot of that conditioning that's out there, and we got to we got to get rid of that kind of thinking. Boy, that's yeah. that's it. I, I don't think you're alone in that. There's certainly been, a, you yeah. know, annual reviews are a one to five, but nobody gets a five. Right. You know, I bet yeah. you can't give anybody a five, and you're thinking, well, why? I don't understand. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Well, I would like to talk about some skills that can that can help us give that negative feedback. But I also, before we do that, can we talk about the importance of the positive feedback and what the result of that can be when giving it to people? Well, positive feedback is is so powerful. Right. So when you when you see someone do something well. Um, or you see a strength in someone, uh, so often we don't give them feedback on that. So uh, one of the, the ways to really boost your team is to genuinely say, I want to give you some feedback on your performance yesterday. You were amazing. And, and here's what I saw that made such a difference. So you, gotta, you have to get specific. Um, otherwise, it's just like a nice. way to go, pat on the back, which is nowhere near as powerful as saying, when you stood up and looked at so-and-so and asked that question, it changed um, the conversation. That was really powerful. Do more of that. Uh, and yes. end, it, end, it, end your conversation with do more of that. And it just is a motivator. And people remember it for years well yeah, that years. was i'll give you some positive feedback on that i'll give you a high five even how's that yeah that was that, <laughs> that was good <laughs> absolutely bridget you want to elaborate on that yeah i was just going to say you know, kathy mentioned you know the energy and everything that comes from that and you really want individuals to want to come into work every day and the energy you create from that positive feedback just gives them that that motivation to say, you know what, I can I can come back again. I can do that. You know, now that my that my, that individual, that leader, whoever, they saw me and they really appreciated what I did. And uh, boy, that is gosh, that's just a huge motivator. Yeah, if you heard statements like that on a regular basis, when uh, when someone said to you, I, I'd like to give you some feedback, you're more likely to get excited than to cower. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Right? It, wouldn't yeah. it be beautiful? Yes. <laughs> beautiful thing. Uh, and my yeah. assumption is um, that that would uh, decrease retention, would it not? With people, if you, all you ever heard was negative, yeah, that's not exactly inspiring to stick around. 
No, no. And people people want to feel valued wherever they are. And if if you're just giving them negative feedback all the time, they're they're going to move on. Um, yeah, there. It's it's just too difficult today to be in those kinds of environments when there's just so much chaos in the world and so many other opportunities. So look at your turnover rates. Uh-huh. And if, if they're not where you want them to be, there's, we're talking about some skills that could really help um, bring that down and retain your valuable employees. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. I think we can. We also forget that we can do that peer-to-peer. It's really helpful yes. when um, you see that someone did something and you say, wow, I'd like to... I'd like to be able to do that. That was amazing how you, you know, conveyed that message or whatever. That that is where you have the influence as well. So peer to peer is really important in that feedback arena. Yeah, because I think oftentimes we see something and we think, oh, that's really great, but we don't verbalize. Right. That, you yeah. know, to the person. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. important. Okay, let's get to it. Negative feedback. <laughs> um, um there's there's there are ways to deliver that, right? I mean, we have to give that feedback uh, in order for people to grow and improve, but there are ways, right? Yes, there are ways. Right. We, I, one of the most important things is to give feedback about someone's behavior, not their character, not their values. So, and when you give, when you give feedback about behavior, you need to describe it and the impact it had. So you're not just saying, you know, I didn't like that. You're saying, you know, when you did this, um, the other person immediately shut down. Um, so, and then go on to give them some constructive um, ways to move forward um, or or tell them, you know, I want I I want you to work on this, and I'm willing to help you with this or whatever. Whatever, but it's not just a slap and don't do that again. Uh, so so identify the behavior and the consequences of the behavior, and then talk about some alternatives. That's that's a good way to go about it. Uh, and I think sometimes it's it's good to take um, take each other outside of the environment. So instead of coming to my office, I'm going to have this conversation with you where everybody's already um, on edge, you know, let's go grab a cup of coffee and sit down and have a conversation that leads to that very constructive feedback. You are talking about what got you there um, and how, how they can go about improving. But sometimes when you give it in a little bit more of a relaxed environment, People tend to hear it because you want them to hear the message. You really want them to listen because they do need to improve and you want to give them that opportunity. So I think the more relaxed that environment can be, the better they will hear. Good yeah, point. that's an investment in them and, and you, you want to make sure they end the meeting feeling that way or the encounter, I, I guess I would say, but uh, do it privately. Yeah. Yeah. Like you care. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm genuinely care is it okay to have a third person in the room if it's someone that you've had uh, past experience with who didn't handle feedback well or does it depend um, on the situation it yeah it could be um it it's also though would be helpful to ask i mean if if someone really 
messed up and you feel like you need to address it, to say to them, boy, yesterday uh, didn't go well. Can, can you tell me from your view of the world what was going on? Let them start because often, I mean, I've had this happen to me. And I was like, yeah, boy, I was really off. Um, and, and then you can get them to talk about it and identify some solutions. So that, that's another helpful way to um, get somebody to hear the message but participate in the conversation. So it's not parent to kid. It's more uh, a collaborative conversation around how can, how can we do this better. Uh, right. So you can, that's another skill that can be rehearsed, practiced, and then try it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's where role-playing can really come in and handy because um, it, it can be awkward as you're learning to give that kind of behavior, and especially for new individuals who are having to do their first review. I, I mean, there's so much anxiety. I, I hear a lot of young people, oh my gosh, I have to do a review today. I don't even know where to start. You know, I don't know how to begin. And and there are some negative components to it. So really helping them, you know, with that role playing very early on can be very helpful. Nice. Very good. Okay. So it's important to be able to deliver both. And is this something, negative feedback, is this also something that can be done peer to peer? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we all play a part in this and, and, if you're, especially if you have a good relationship with someone, um, your feedback is, the intent of feedback is to help someone become more excellent, yeah. uh, help someone succeed. And when you're going about it for that reason, um, it's usually pretty, pretty obvious people know that versus I'm mad at you and I'm going to give you some feedback that don't do that. And you wait until you can get your head in a better space. And, and also think about it. Part of this feedback thing is I have to be able to take feedback too. And, yeah, there's, and that's, put yourself yeah. in your shoes. So um, it's a two way street. Yeah. yeah. So receiving feedback tips on that. Cool. Bridget, tips <laughs> on receive. <laughs> well, again, I think you have to, I think you have to um, first have your own vulnerability present, right? Um, receiving feedback, you have to be open to hearing that. Um, uh, you know, take that anxiety down a bit, uh, but then say, maybe I could have done that better, right? And even when you leave that session, really think about it. Don't, don't get mad, right? I mean, think about, I just got told something that, gosh, I need to work on. Um, and, and go back to a colleague or someone else and say, did you, did you see that as well? Gosh, um, you know, how can I do that better? Any tips on how I can do that better? I mean, how you react to that feedback is so important. Um, you know, I know that um, sometimes when I've been in bad situations and I, I will sit and I will write myself a note, um, because I know that if I go out and I say what I'm really thinking, I'm going to get myself in trouble every time. So it's really good on, even if you're receiving that negative feedback and you're thinking about, gosh, I want to say X, you know, go back, think about it, 
write down what you might really want to say um, and then come back with, you know, what you what you should be saying, right? Uh, calmer heads generally prevail. Speaks a lot to preparing. I love that. You know, it, there really is. And as leaders, and we've talked about this before, but the higher up you are in an organization, the more the feedback is filtered. Yeah. And so, oh, you yeah. know, you're, you don't get feedback as much, which is really a shame um, because we all need that. So an another way is to, and this sort of paves the way for feedback, but is to ask when, when I meet with one-on-one, -on -one, my one-on-ones, direct reports, I always say, let's talk about this um, last meeting or let's talk about uh, what went down um, in with this group. Um, uh, what could I have done differently to have made that a better outcome? So you're, you're putting yourself out there asking for the feedback and that's scary. Uh, and you, you feel pretty vulnerable, but it gives people permission to, to give you feedback and they're usually pretty kind about it, but not always, uh, especially yeah. at home. <laughs> right. Um, so. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, um, we have to be receptive to feedback and ask for that as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Good point. I think we, we often say you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I'm sure we've said that in earlier episodes, but we really need to do that. Um, and it's okay. And when we show that vulnerability, that's okay too. Right. Love it. Love it. So throughout this three-part series, uh, feedback being a very important piece, it sounds like collaboration is a set of skills, right? We talked about empathy in a previous episode. We talked about, uh, you know, embracing the silence. We've talked about psychological safety. Now we're talking about giving and receiving feedback, both positive and negative. So it sounds like a, a set of skills. So is that something that can be practiced or learned? Yeah, I think it's a really great question because so often we focus on the technical. And leadership is really about leading people. I mean, how, how, right. many, how many managers have you heard say, this job wouldn't be so bad if I didn't have to manage people? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's hard work. It really is. Yeah. And so I, I think, especially in healthcare, we'll take an excellent clinician and put him in a leadership role. And we don't. Um, help them learn the skills that you need in relationships. And that is that is a very important leadership competency or set of competencies that can be learned, should be practiced, and um, and we can continue to improve on those skills uh, throughout our our careers and lifetime. So yeah, I, we can all do it. I'm, I'm, if you're uncomfortable with it and some people are, um, or with different aspects of it, it, there's no excuse. You still need to learn the skills and practice it. it it's important. For yeah, both I think positive I, and I, negative. Yes, exactly. And I think quite often people, uh, people will say, I just don't have time for that. You know, um, right. that's something, you know, I'll do linear or the worst kind of uh, feedback is when you have a um, 
you're giving a review and you have the other person fill out that review for you. And then you go, oh, that's a really good review. Yeah, here you go. Boy, that was positive feedback. You know, I mean, so it, you do need to get comfortable. You do need to practice. And you've got to find the time. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to add on collaboration? Um, I Just one thing that I, I think is an important um, component of all of this is we all have strengths that we bring to the team. And... And so often we focus on our deficits and um, we need to spend way more time focused on our strengths and, and making them even stronger because that's where we find our joy and that's what our, our teammates see. Um, so while we've talked about practicing these skills are very important, practice them in a way where you can continue to increase your strengths, not just improve your deficits. And, and it makes nice. it way more enjoyable. Well said. Amen. That's amen. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for participating in this series as our subject matter experts. It's great content. Uh, and you shared it uh, in, in such a way that we felt, uh, we felt supported and there was lots of joy and you have great expertise and do more of that no, i'm just <laughs> trying to give positive feedback uh, yes uh so we've we've uh, we've been wrapping up this series on collaboration skills and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it thank you again for joining us kathy and bridget we really appreciate it and uh, please uh, check out the other courses and podcasts on elitelearning.com there's a lot of information and a lot of great great stuff to learn there for you as you advance through your career. This is Leanna McGuire for Elite Learning by Calibri Healthcare. This podcast featured content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit elitelearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. Take your learning to the next level by subscribing to more podcasts on compelling healthcare topics. Thank you.